Hey, y'all. You're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. We're back. Another episode of Damsels in Detroit, and this is episode 20, so you're my 20th. Oh. Yes. Isn't that fun? That is fun. What's your favorite? Is your favorite number 20? No, it's not. (laughs) Okay. Um, My favorite number is three, actually. Okay. Well... No one's ever asked me that question. Hmm. See, already off to a good you start. Know? Hand clap. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, I'm sitting here with India Bellamy of Peach Print Fitness, comma, LLC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to talk about exercise and fitness and what she does. And, yeah. So, people sent in some good questions. So, let's um, read a little bit about India before we get into our questions for the day. Um, India Bellamy is a fitness coach and the owner of Peach Print Fitness, LLC. The Detroit native grew up in a single-parent household and attributes a lot of her strength and resilience to that of her mother's. Because her mother showed her what it meant to be a strong woman, India is able to confidently help build her clients up to become the best versions of themselves, both mentally and physically. Working out started as a hobby for India, then it turned into a passion, and soon after, she knew that it was her purpose in life to teach other women how to reach their full potential when it comes to being physically fit. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's you. That's all you. So first, I want to know when you realized that you had a passion for working out. Because I feel like there's a select few people (laughs) that really, really enjoy every aspect of it. Yeah, there really is. Um... I first learned that fitness was my passion, I believe it was back in 2016, mm-hmm. um, and I was doing it because it was something new, and um, it wasn't that I was insecure with my body or had any problems with my body, but my mom um, was really trying to lose a lot of weight, um, and she... <clears throat> She was like, you know, I don't want to go by myself, you know. She was intimidated, mm-hmm. as a lot of people are. Um, so she just needed to work our partner. So I was basically her accountability partner. Okay. And um, I would go with her at least once or twice a week. And um, for me, in the beginning, it wasn't a big deal. Like, it was just, like, a bonding experience with my mm-hmm. mom. But... Um, Soon it became something that like I was interested in. So I was like, come on, mom, get up, let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. So... We would go about once or twice a week, and it became something that was a stress reliever for me. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, I had I was dealing with a lot of depression and anxiety, um, so I would go to the gym basically to, to just let that off my shoulders mm-hmm. and take a deep breath and <clears throat> really just spend some time with myself, you know. And um, yeah, it it was something that was just some like somebody goes shopping or yeah. you know something like that. Yeah. So. Um, Back in 2016, that's when it all started. It became something really important in my life. Um, So, yeah. I like that you went with your mom. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. But I feel like all moms are intimidated by, or most, because I know mine is. We were going to a Zumba class a couple years ago, and she would just, she was like, I don't have any rhythm, and I just (laughs) feel like I don't know what to do. And I'm like, it's okay. Nobody's going to, everybody's there for pretty much the same reason. Right. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah, get that out of your head. It's like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. So, I think she ended up liking it, but she's never been like a gym person. My dad, on the other hand, he goes literally every day. Mm -hmm. after I mean he works midnight so he'll get off at like 8 a.m. and then go 
work out for Dedication. hours. And I'm just like, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what he likes to do. It becomes a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, after a while, like, it's like with anything that somebody's passionate about, if you stop doing it, it feels like something is missing. Mm-hmm. Like, a, just a big void. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it definitely becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. When did you first start getting clients? So, like, after you started working out with your mom and you were like, oh, mm-hmm. I kind of like this. When did you decide that you wanted to turn it into a business? Um, that didn't start until I believe it was late or not late, but I'd say like mid 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I first started, it was just all about me. Like, I was just trying to see, you know, what I could do. Okay. Um, you know, how my body could change and just getting used to the gym. Mm-hmm. So once I figured out and learned that, you know, it was something I was actually good at, because after a while I started, when I started taking my mom with me, I was like, hey, you should do this and you should do that. And um, I was learning, like, wait a minute, like, this is something, like, I'm actually good at. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, mid-2018, I had, like, one client, as everybody does when they first start their business, one client. And um, I was still really shaky because I was extremely nervous to like teach and I wasn't operating off of any kind of certification either so mm-hmm. I was like extremely nervous mm-hmm. like you know I don't know if I'm telling this person the right thing right but, you know this is something like I feel like you know this is something you know I'm I'm doing right mm-hmm. so started off there and um you know her results like changed in about a good month month and a half mm-hmm. And this was us operating maybe off three times a week. Okay. I would say. And then I was also giving her nutrition um, advice. Again, no certification. This is just Indian. <laughs> this is what I this think sounds right, good. Right. This sounds good to me. So let me, you know, I mean, it sounds bad when I look back on it. But, I mean, everybody has to start somewhere. Right. But, <laughs> but her results were, like, wow. Like, okay. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. I'm on to something. And then from there, obviously, word of mouth, you know, mm-hmm. social media. Media. she started telling her friends and then friends of hers started to come to me and that's how it all started really mm-hmm. I never thought it would be what it is now like ever like if you would have asked me back in 2016 when I first started is this what you know I was really going to be doing no nope, mm-hmm. not at all so so now you have Peach Print Fitness. Mm-hmm. So I just want you to tell me more about like the services that you offer and how you came up with the name <laughs> <laughs> for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I came up with the name Peach Print Fitness because um, Peach was just a, you know, a um, not hip name, but it was just, you know, a popular name for a woman's derriere. Mm-hmm. So I was like, <laughs> okay, Peach. And then I was like, okay peach print i was trying to come up with something that was catchy that people would like remember that Mm -hmm. was memorable and nothing that was out there already after that name so i was like okay peach print peach Mm -hmm. print fitness sounds kind of like you know catchy you know something geared cute yeah cute geared towards women that's what i wanted to Mm -hmm. be in the first place um so that's how i came up with that and it just kind of stuck after a while um uh and I'm sorry, what was your the services? The, services. the services that I offer, number one, are women only. I get a lot of questions about that. But yes, women only. Um, I do personal one on one training throughout the week, Monday through Friday. I am usually there from six to about eleven every single day. Six AM to eleven AM. No, no, six PM to eleven PM. Okay. I do still work. Okay. A nine to five. So, okay. 
6 p.m. to 11. Ooh, girl. <laughs> you know, you got to make money somehow. You got to do what you got to do. So, um, so, yeah, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. I usually do one-on-one training. Mm-hmm. Um, I do do group training when it comes to certain circumstances, like if you want to work out with a friend okay. or, you know, like me, if you want to work out with your mother or something like that, but usually no more than three. Okay. Um, and then I also have a boot camp, which I just stopped mm-hmm. doing um, or just ended for the summer. And it was called Do It For The Peach Print. And that just came on because a lot of people were interested in doing bigger groups. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe I should just, you know, make this a thing and have everybody bring their friends Mm -hmm. and, you know, see how it was was an environment where I wanted everybody to be comfortable in. Because a lot of people are very skeptical about reaching out to a personal trainer Mm -hmm. um, and like nervous and shy to actually put themselves out there and admit like they need help so um i felt like the boot camp was something that you know people would be comfortable in coming and doing and it was a success so i had fun when i went yeah it was fun i'm so happy and yes and literally my butt was hurting the (laughs) neck i was like okay (laughs) those was and those resistance bands that you used i was like wow these are the first ones that did not like move yes and yeah yeah and i was like wow were these made by a black woman because (laughs) all the other ones i've used they're just for my thighs i'm like this is not Mm -hmm. gonna work and they weren't actually made by black women but oh wow (laughs) (laughs) but um i found them on amazon and i i ordered one band maybe like a couple of months ago and it was Mm -hmm. a thicker band and i was like and it never moved it was like still i'm still used it to this day yeah and um i was like okay let me try their rubber ones because this one was like a cloth material okay so i was like i know this one this should be okay Mm -hmm. so i got the rubber one i was like wait a minute like this is like really good Mm -hmm. so yeah um that those are ones shout out to four core fitness okay <laughs> i'm gonna have to order some <laughs> they're super cheap it's like 19.99 for like a 10 pack oh okay yeah, so i can afford that there you go <laughs> so speaking of your boot camps um how did it feel to really introduce your services and like put yourself out there to i guess new people because some of the people that came were ones that already like knew you mm-hmm. or ones that have trained with you before but then like you said other people were like bringing their friends so mm-hmm. how did it feel to really just show other people your profession and like what you do nerve-wracking mm-hmm. like I was extremely like I was putting myself out there like you said and it was something that I never do mm-hmm. um, I'm such an introvert and super shy and super awkward socially You're doing <laughs> in <great>. certain environments. <laughs> <laughs> so um, doing that was like completely out of, out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, yes, a lot of people that I do already know and a lot of my previous clients and current clients did come. And I think that's what really helped me, um, you know, bring out the crowd was their word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and them just telling their friends to come and them not obviously not wanting to come to by themselves. Right. Um, so yeah, thank you to all of my clients, current mm-hmm. and previous, because without you guys, it, Peach Print would not be possible at all. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but it was extremely, I was extremely nervous. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to ask people mm-hmm. to come. Like, I was <laughs> just like, oh, girl, you can come out to my boot camp this weekend if you want to. Like, <laughs> but no pressure. <laughs> right, no pressure. You know, I'm, I'm reaching out to people that I work with, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, I mean, like I said, it was a success. And 
I would definitely be bringing it back. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, so I, we were talking a little bit about it um, mm-hmm. out there, but I know everybody is wondering like when you're going to host your next one. So if you could maybe give people an idea mm-hmm. of kind of like when to start <coughs> marking off their Saturdays <laughs> so that they know a boot camp is coming. Yeah. So I've been getting a lot of questions and I'm thinking maybe fall i know winter is completely out of question because nobody wants to drive in the snow Mm -hmm. and i don't either so i'm thinking fall um beginning of fall which would be the end of september technically Mm -hmm. um or beginning of next year which would be you know make it your new year's resolution to make it out to Mm -hmm. do it for the peach print Mm -hmm. so one of those um but you everybody will definitely know when i just want to make sure it's the right timing yeah and i'm prepared and Mm -hmm. everybody else you know has time to actually come so we'll see okay what is one thing that you took away from doing the boot camps this summer and then something that you the next (laughs) go around that you really want to like improve on or something new that you want to try that you weren't able to this time Mm, good question. So what I took away from this boot camp, um, definitely confidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because talking in front of a crowd, even if it's just five people, is like mm-hmm. even just sitting here talking to you, I'm like, uh, on no. pins and needles. Okay. But <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been trying so- to make people feel comfortable. No, you know me. Look, I am comfortable, okay. but it's just, you know, people people go through it. People are just yeah. like, you know intimidated but um definitely uh confidence and just learning not basically not to sleep on myself Mm -hmm. and that I can actually you know accomplish the goal that I set out for myself Mm -hmm. and this is for anybody who has something that they want to do because I was a quote-unquote entrepreneur for a very long time okay um like I had so many great ideas and I was like I want to do this and that and this and I would just never do it because I was so like nervous nervous. Mm -hmm. yeah and I was just doubting myself and not sure if people would actually support me Mm -hmm. and you know if I was actually ready was my biggest thing like I didn't I didn't want to put anything out there and it was half but mm-hmm. half, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I didn't want to put anything out there and it wasn't, you know, completely perfected yet. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So if you are that person and you have something that you want to do, you know, just do it. Mm-hmm. People will naturally come around. People will naturally see that this is something that's passionate, mm-hmm. that you're taking serious and they will support you for it. And so, yeah, that's something I take away from that, from this boot camp. Next boot camp, definitely marketing um, was something that I liked this go around because it was something new to me I'd never Mm -hmm. done before. Um, So definitely my marketing needs to be jacked up a little bit more and um, trying to reach out not to people that I already know and, you know, friends, family, et cetera, but to people that, you know, are from different cities, not just Detroit, women Mm -hmm. from different cities. Um, who are interested in something like this, you know, that will um, increase their confidence Mm -hmm. and just build them up to be the greatest possible version of themselves. So definitely something that I need to work on next time, marketing, marketing, marketing. Yeah, that's always a challenge. And I feel like there's always something new to learn with it because Mm -hmm. 
you might develop one tactic and then it's like, oh, that doesn't work anymore. Like, this is what right. you need to be doing. So, but I, I mean, I still like that you reached out to people that you know because I feel mm-hmm. like you should start there. Yeah. Because if the people around you that are like claiming, like, oh, like you're my girl or whatever, like if they're not the ones supporting you, then yeah. like, we need to have a talk. <laughs> exactly. You should be coming to my boot camp. <laughs> exactly. You should be there. Exactly. And if you can't come, then you should tell somebody else to come. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. Use your ecosystem. <laughs> Use your but, ecosystem. Yes. Um, so we talked about your relationship with your mom a little bit and your mm-hmm. bio and how you helped her work out and just, you know, she raised you by herself mm-hmm. and you watching her strength and that kind of like, you know, helps you develop some strength and resilience and confidence as well. So I just wanted you to talk a little bit about your relationship with your mom mm-hmm. and, you know, just how she inspires you to kind of go after what you want. Okay. Um, Well, me and my mommy are very close. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was younger and still to this day, I share a lot with her. Um, Even before I walked in here, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was talking to her about it. And she was like, I'm so proud of you. And, you know, you're such a blessing to me. And you've Mm -hmm. been, you know, really going after your goals and what you're passionate about. And I'm so proud of you for that. Mm -hmm. So... Just talking to her gives me confidence, even okay. when I'm lacking it. Um, she instills that in me. Um, but, yeah, when I was younger, and like I said to this day, I share so much with her. We're extremely close. And um, she like she raised me by herself. And, you know, I never once felt like, you know, I was missing something mm-hmm. in my life. So I am extremely grateful for her um, in that aspect. And then, yeah, she just she's just amazing all around. Like I can't there's no particular sentence word or Mm -hmm. description I can give to her. But she is truly a mom. And um, I'm extremely appreciative of her for everything. Love that. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all the mamas. Yes, ma'am. You play a very important role in our lives. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Plays Tupac in the background, dear mama. (laughs) (laughs) How does working out make you feel? So when you just finish a workout, or even when you're on your way to the gym, Mm -hmm. or during, like, what is going through your mind? Like, how does, you know, are you just like, oh, I love this? Or are you like... (laughs) Like me, and you're, like, grunting through it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so when I'm on my way to the gym, I'm basically like everybody else. Like, I... The, the hardest part I tell people is actually getting up and going. Yes. <laughs> that is the hardest part. Like, because you literally have to talk yourself into mm-hmm. it. Like, all right, India, get up, you know, get there, just get it done. And even while I'm getting dressed, sometimes I'm like, God, mm-hmm. I just don't feel like it today. Um, so it's not like I'm like super, even though I'm a trainer, you know, this is something that I'm passionate about. I'm just like anybody else. I'm mm-hmm. human. And, um, yeah, it's it's hard to get there. Mm-hmm. While I am there, though, um, I take a lot of, um, I, I basically just look around. Like, if there is somebody on the treadmill and they're going hard, mm-hmm. like I will literally intentionally go next to them okay. and you know take that <laughs> take their energy and be like, all right, I'm about to go just as hard. That is so like, interesting. That's, yeah. I'll be like, I don't want to be next to you. See, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that. But if you like, I mean, obviously not 
let me not say that but if you go to the gym and you are you're inconfident and you just don't know what to do it's mm-hmm. okay to look at somebody and yeah. be like okay let me try that too mm-hmm. you know not follow somebody around the right gym, but you know if, they, if you see something in passing just mm-hmm. like okay i'm gonna try that next or you know like i said just give them a treadmill by somebody that's literally going hard mm-hmm. and you go hard too All and right. then when you leave it just you feel so good like even though you're in pain mm-hmm. <laughs> usually most of the time and you're tired as hell I feel like so good. I feel relieved. I feel like, okay, it was a great start to my day or a great finish to my day. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just felt good about it. Like, okay, I did it. I got it done. Accomplished that. What is your <clears throat> personal workout regimen like? Like, how long are you in there? Mm-hmm. Do you do a lot of cardio? Do you do more weightlifting? Like, mm-hmm. what's, your, what's your thing? Um, I do a lot of weightlifting, mm-hmm. um, only because of my stature. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only five two. Mm-hmm. Um, so too much or too less cardio can really affect my body. So okay. like if I do too much, I'll end up losing a whole lot of weight and mm-hmm. look extremely skinny. But if I don't do enough because of my, my, my height, you know, the weight just like <laughs> stays there. It mm-hmm. doesn't have anywhere to go or okay. stretch. So, <laughs> so, um, I do a lot of weightlifting. Um, I work out about three times a week, maybe four on a good week. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes even more than that because I have clients every right. day. And if there's somebody that doesn't, if there's a, a new client that comes to me, I work out usually with them mm-hmm. um, so that they feel comfortable. Right. Um, and uh, it kind of just pushes them anyway to um, actually get through whatever workout I'm telling them, telling them to do. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it is more than that, more than three times a week, but usually it's around three times a week. And I, Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is kind of my regimen. Okay. And those are usually like um, leg days. Um, I do about some, about 15 to 20 minutes of abs mm-hmm. after every workout. Okay. Um, and then I also just got into some kickboxing. Mm-hmm. And I use that as my cardio I've now. been seeing your Instagram stories. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> that first one, you were like, this was a mistake. Girl, <laughs> a, a whole mistake. I was like, oh, no, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I, and I was like, India is a, a trainer and she's tired. So I, <laughs> would I make it? Lord. Would I make it in that class? I don't know. It was so hard mm. and I think that's what made me like be like no this is not taking me out yeah. like I'm going back in there and I'm doing it again mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm not letting this defeat me but um yeah I kind of do that as my cardio now maybe like twice a week mm-hmm. um just to get it out the way because I hate doing cardio on my own it's, it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> Nothing about Who it likes fun. I want to talk to people that really like running because I just want to know why like I just <laughs> like some of my friends used to do cross country in mm-hmm. high school and I'm just like I'm sorry you ran for how many miles yeah it's and, ridiculous and you're okay not ridiculous okay shout out right. to you if I you mean, do that but I, yeah sure okay <laughs> but <laughs> I still think you're local <laughs> because running it's just so many other I would do the I would do the stairmaster over the treadmill yeah I would rather do that yeah and you know I used to run track <laughs> And I mean that was like I stopped that probably like when I was around fourteen though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I used to run track and I used to love it. Mm-hmm. And now I just hate <laughs> anything cardio like in the gym. Mm-hmm. And no, it's just I just feel like I could never catch my breath afterwards. I <laughs> like I'm just out of breath <laughs> from the time I run to the time it's like time for me to go to sleep. I'm mm-hmm. just like still, like on my breath. Like mm-hmm. I'm still tired. 
So if you're one of these people that just don't like cardio, find something that you enjoy, that you will enjoy, that will get your heart rate up and Mm -hmm. be and replace that you can replace with your cardio. And definitely kickboxing is Mm -hmm. one of them. It's like literally an hour of nonstop cardio. Okay. And even in our rest periods, it's an active rest. So you're still doing something like squats or Mm -hmm. like some kind of lunges or something like that. So definitely boxing, kickboxing, or I don't know, yoga, even hot Mm -hmm. yoga can be something that you can turn to if you are one of these people like me and Evan that (laughs) hate cardio. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) So when you get a new client, what is the first step that you take for them? Do you have to assess kind of their body and like what their you know fitness level is or do you talk to them like about their diet and how to change that Mm -hmm. so if somebody was to come to you and be like I'm ready to work out tomorrow Mm -hmm. what would you do all of that so when I get a new client at number one um, make sure that they know what they're getting themselves into okay Um, and that they are truly committed to what they're about to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) because um yeah, you can go into something and be super like, yeah, I'm ready for this. And mm-hmm. then when, you know, we actually start working out, they're like, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> this is going to be my last session. <laughs> my first and last. So definitely I want to make sure that they're committed. Um, number two, definitely their diet, mm-hmm. what their lifestyle is currently um, before they come to me. Um, because that can have an, a big effect on what we're doing in the gym. Even if we're working out every single day, if you go home and have a crazy lifestyle or mm-hmm. eat crazy, um, it's not going to go towards anything, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So definitely want to make sure their diet is on point. Um, and two or three, definitely want to make sure they don't have any previous health issues, okay. current health issues, current injuries previous injuries because i want to make sure that whatever i'm giving them i'm not like going hard like Mm -hmm. and you got asthma yeah (laughs) i'm like let's go let's go pushing them to their extreme extent and they have asthma and they're about to pass out on me so i definitely (laughs) need to make sure that they are um physically and um health wise you know up to par to where i can you know actually customize their workouts and their diet um, but those are the three main things that I try to pay attention to. And usually that's about a 15 minute consultation, okay. um, before they work out. I mean, we're still in the gym, but mm-hmm. before we actually start working out, I usually talk to them in the locker room or, okay. you know, somewhere in the gym for about 15 minutes to see what, you know, their current lifestyle is. Mm-hmm. And then we get into it. So do you believe that, cause I know people say your physical fitness is like 20% of actual exercise and then like 80 percent of what you're eating mm-hmm. so is that true um 80 percent is a big percentage okay. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you um because i will go off a of personal experience i have gone to the gym and like went hard on myself like multiple days a week mm-hmm. and eating crazy okay i've been one of those people and i there wasn't a big like like I'm gaining weight here Mm -hmm. like you know there wasn't a drastic difference for me but I will say though is that when you do eat correctly and you are working out there is a drastic difference Mm -hmm. in the changes in your body that you will see okay okay so it's not like you're gonna go like if you like if you work out five times a week and you eat crazy 
It's not like you're going to gain 10 pounds because mm-hmm. you are still burning calories. You are still going to the gym and you're being active. Mm-hmm. But the benefit of when you do eat healthy is that those changes that you want to see in your body will come quicker mm-hmm. because you're working not only physically, but you're working in things that you eat and your current lifestyle. All of that adds up. And that's where you really see the changes that you want to see and at a quicker pace, too. Okay. So... So what are some foods that people should eat if they want to see some results? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm not going to say it's common sense, but we all mm-hmm. know that, you know, fried foods, red meats, things like that are, you know, not necessarily great for our body. Mm-hmm. You know, so you want to make sure you're, you're incorporating a lot of fruits, veggies, um, um, chicken, salmon, things that I personally eat, chicken, salmon fish shrimp stuff like that Mm -hmm. um that hold a lot of protein not a ton of carbs um healthy fats Mm -hmm. things like that that will um not only build the body that you desire but will also give you the energy to make it through your workout because a lot of people when they come to me they're tired Mm -hmm. and i ask them what they eat and they're like oh i just had like a burger an hour before i came and i've had that happen yeah that doesn't even I when, so when I say common sense, that's what I mean. <laughs> so like, <laughs> don't, don't you know, don't eat something that's going to make you drag in the mm-hmm. gym before you come. That also mm-hmm. just seems very risky. I don't. I try not to eat before going to go work out, but that's mm-hmm. just me because I'm just like I like what if I start feeling sickly. Mm, yeah, I don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, get sick at the gym. But I don't. I mean, I guess if your stomach can take it, then yeah. <laughs> And she didn't make it through the workout, so okay. we'll put that. <laughs> I will end that statement there. But, um, you know, I do recommend people, I, personally, my regimen right now, mm-hmm. I eat about five to six times a day. Okay. But that's including whole meals and snacks. Okay. I'm not eating full course meals six times a day. That would mm-hmm. be too much for my body. Um, but, you know, three, three snacks, three full meals. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, portion controlled. So, you know, if you're eating... A big Thanksgiving dinner, you know, for breakfast, you probably don't want to eat as much for lunch and dinner. You know what I'm saying? Or vice versa if you're eating. If you're expecting to eat a big dinner, make sure that you're portioning your meals previous to that. Okay. Um, So, yeah. And then if you're coming to the gym, I do... Uh, recommend like 30 minutes to an hour before you come just eating something light and that's just going to give you energy Mm -hmm. um and you'll end up burning it off anyway so something like you know a yogurt and a banana or some fruit um package of mixed nuts something Mm -hmm. like that that will just give you energy to sustain you Um, not a popeye's chicken yeah (laughs) and i haven't had that yet so that sounds really But, um, yeah, something that's just going to give you some energy because I do have a lot of people that come and they don't eat um, Mm -hmm. since maybe lunchtime, which would be around 12. And like I said, I train around 6. Yeah. So that's a good five hours that you haven't eaten. And so you're going to feel naturally lightheaded Mm -hmm. um, because you haven't, you know, given your body the nutrients it needs to get through your workout. Yeah. So, yeah. No burgers, please. That is, <laughs> she was yes, brave. and she it was, was a McDonald's brave. burger, so let's just put that out there too. Chile. Okay. <laughs> so earlier you mentioned um, that the hardest part sometimes about working out is actually getting up and getting in the car mm-hmm. and going to the gym. So what motivates you? Um, 
so in the beginning and and still to this day um i will literally look on instagram as motivation okay um if i see somebody like if i'm following someone who is inspiration to me who or who motivates me um a fitness model whether that be a fitness trainer um anybody you know mm-hmm. i can just be on the explore page and see somebody working out um and i will literally go to the workout and see you know if there's something that i have not done yet mm-hmm. um i'd be like oh okay i can do that today and i just use that as motivation you know um and a lot of people use social media <laughs> To that aspect, it can be a motivation to you or it can be something that, you know, kind of hinders you if you are, you know, kind of sensitive to certain content. Um, But I personally use that as motivation to Mm -hmm. get my butt up and be like, okay, if she did it today, I can do it today. So, yes, get on Instagram, get on YouTube. There are a ton of workouts that people are doing Mm -hmm. that you can literally just save and follow, go to the gym. Yeah. And do it. Just try it. How does it feel when a client comes to you and they tell you, like, I've seen my body change, I feel stronger, and it's all because of Peach Print Fitness? <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel great. Like um, like I said, that was never something that I expected to do initially. Um, so to see where I have come, how far I've come, and to see that I'm actually making an impact on people, is literally heart-wrenching like it makes me feel so good and that's how I know that this is what you know I was meant to do if you're doing something and it literally just fills your day fills your heart and makes you feel amazing that's what you need that's what you need to be doing on a daily basis um so it feels great and I have I had a client actually maybe two days ago and she's um shout out to Libby she's reading a book the Khloe Kardashian book Okay, I, I didn't know called. she wrote a book. Yeah, she wrote a book. Okay. Um, in regards to some kind of working out, okay. I don't know. I forgot the title of it, but she's reading a book right now, and um, it, there was a um a paragraph in there that she was describing the way she feels when she's with her trainer. Like you know, they're so personal with each mm-hmm. other. They've grown to be not just you know him being her trainer but super close and um sharing things with her trainer that she wouldn't even share with friends okay and she was like when i read this like all i could think about was you and that that was just like i was just like oh my god like that literally made my heart melt because Mm -hmm. i was like this is exactly what my mission was like i always want to make people feel comfortable because everybody starts somewhere i was that person yeah at one point i was super inconfident and just didn't know what to do when they went to the gym and would walk out literally after maybe 20 minutes because mm-hmm. <laughs> i wasn't getting anywhere yeah so <laughs> so um to have somebody say that to me was just like wow like yeah, yeah. go india yes go me pat myself on the back okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so we have some listener questions mm-hmm. um all righty so the first one is from my cherry amore from instagram hello cherry she has two questions. Her first one is, um, do you have any tips for trying to gain weight with a fast metabolism? Mm, yeah, yeah. So gaining weight with a fast metabolism can be extremely hard. Um, what you want to do is try to insert a lot of healthy fats and healthy carbs. So there's a big difference between unhealthy fats and unhealthy carbs and healthy fats and healthy carbs. Mm-hmm. So say, for instance, something simple as white rice and brown rice. Now, <laughs> a person would naturally say yes brown rice is healthier for you mm-hmm. than white rice and that would be true you just have to use your common sense just like 
white bread and whole mm-hmm. wheat bread. If you are still eating white bread in 2019. Look, okay, <laughs> put it down. They shouldn't even be selling in grocery stores at oh, this point. Oh, my goodness. I haven't seen anybody buy white bread. Yeah. <laughs> Like, how is it still an industry? <laughs> um, but, yeah, just try to insert. And you have to do it gradually. You don't want to shock your body. Because mm-hmm. um, um, that can be the, your biggest downfall is you just going into your diet and being like, okay, I'm going to insert all these carbs now. Okay. And, um, you know, eat, insert all these healthy fats. And your body is just literally you're putting it into shock. You don't want to do that. You want to insert it gradually. Start off slow, maybe do it in one meal a day okay for the first week and then just start adding more and more and just see how your body changes because you don't know you know Mm -hmm. i can i can tell you this but i don't know this person's body i don't know how exactly it will change and they don't know either Mm -hmm. so you have to kind of like play around with it and um really learn what your body likes so i would say yes just start putting that in your diet healthy fats healthy carbs um and this is something you can just Google things that you can eat, healthy fast, healthy carbs. But just do it, um, do it gradually. Take it slow and see, you know, how your body reacts to mm-hmm. it. And then once you find that sweet spot, stay there and just, you know, work out, go to the gym, lift some weights. Um, yeah, that's what I would say for that. Okay. Her second question was, how can you get rid of your double chin? What? <laughs> 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 I'm not about to play with you on these questions. Um, <laughs> your double chin is just excess fat. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> even people who are the smallest people in the world, they look down a I was too hard. They I'm have double say, chins too. I was very shocked that Cherry <laughs> sent that question in because I was like, <laughs> "Do you have a double chin, Cherry? If you're listening." I need to know. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I've never tried to get rid of a double chin, but I mean, it's just excess fat. So I mean, I mean, girl, embrace it. Look, I'm pretty sure you're beautiful anyway, even though I don't know who you are. Embrace that double chin, because a lot of people have it. You know, you look the wrong way, or look too hard, or right. you know, look down at your phone. Everybody got a little double chin. Everybody has one. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> the second question comes from A Chill from Instagram. She wants to know, um, do you have any tips on how to stay consistent in the gym? Mm-hmm. Um, staying consistent is extremely hard. Um, I struggled with that when I first started out. Um, but like I said, you can use things as motivation to get your butt up and go. Um, and just put yourself on a schedule, mm-hmm. number one. Because if you're going to the gym maybe once a week, Okay, great. But if you're really trying to up it and do like three times a week, you really need to put yourself on a schedule and be like, okay, I need to take this hour out. And all it takes is an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, Mm -hmm. really to get a good workout in. Um, But you really need to set that time aside first and foremost in order to do that. So if you're like me, I have an extremely busy schedule, Mm -hmm. um, especially around my clients i'm trying to find out where and when i can work out and you know get my workout on so Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to try to do that but um i take out days when there is time in my schedule i see a little okay i have this time between this client this time between that client all right that's my that's my opportunity to work out Mm -hmm. so take that time out um in your schedule to do that find some find somebody on instagram social media youtube that really motivates you 
um, that is interesting and literally puts out content maybe every single day to mm-hmm. keep you motivated. Okay. Okay. Because that's the kind of people that I like to follow, the people that will keep me motivated, keep me in the gym, keep my head up um, on the days when I really don't even feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. So find some motivation, find an accountability partner for sure. If you are new to the gym, find a friend. Yeah. Or, you know, even if you're going to the gym and you maybe meet somebody in the locker room. Um, find somebody that has the same goals as you and really wants to go to the gym and work out and get it in because they will get your butt up. They will be texting you. Find somebody that will blow your phone up Mm -hmm. and be like, girl, come on. We said we're going to go to the gym today. Find that person because they will really help you. Mm -hmm. Um, Question number three comes from Live Love Live Live from Instagram. My bestie, Olivia. She says that she hasn't really worked out at all and she gets intimidated by working out. So where should she start? Um, being intimidated is common because, I mean, you can, not even just by the people in the gym, but just the machines mm-hmm. <laughs> are intimidating to look at. Um, but I would start off small. So before you go to the gym, don't go in there without a plan. I never go to the gym without a plan because I literally end up doing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So go in there with a plan. Set out a regimen for yourself. You know, this is what I'm going to do first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Blasically for that 45 minutes to an hour. Um, And just go in there and try it. Okay? If it doesn't work out for you, find something else to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, yeah, being intimidated, like I said, is very common. But... Everybody is in there for the same reason. You know, if there wasn't anybody in this world that needed to work out, there wouldn't be gyms. Mm-hmm. So you have to go in there with an open mind and not think people are, I mean, people are going to be staring at you because yeah. that's kind of, it's natural. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you kind of just have to tune that out and go in there and be like, I'm doing this for me. Right. Um, focus on yourself because as soon as you get distracted by your phone or by somebody in the gym, um, that's when you are put off your game. But just go in there with a plan um, and just try it. That's all I can say. Um, And I guess for this one, too, you can find an accountability partner, too, that's, you know, new to the gym and, you know, is just as nervous as you are. Right. And y'all can just play off of each other, play off of each other's energy and just bring something new to the gym that each of you can try. Even Mm -hmm. partner workouts is a really great thing that you can, you know, just – put yourself out there and try to do so yeah good answer um last listener question comes from taylor harrell from instagram she has two questions as well um her first one is why is belly fat so hard to lose and what exercises are best to target that area Mm -hmm. um belly fat is different with a lot of people well every person because it depends on a lot on genetics okay um Somebody can develop belly fat just naturally because it runs in their family. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of clients that are like that. So because it is in your genetics, it can be much harder for you to lose it than somebody who is just eating. And that's where their belly fat is coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that, I would say cardio. And even though I said I hate cardio, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a great or not the number one thing but the one of the best things that you can do to get rid of that belly fat mm-hmm. um because it's going to put your body into a hyperdrive state okay so if you're lifting weights um per- particularly for the lower body um it's not going to really 
you know, affect your midsection, as mm-hmm. you would think. Um, you have to put your body in a hyperdrive state where it's working um, to actually get through a movement. So say if you're doing some burpees or something like that, that's a full body move. But it's really impactful for your core. Okay. So try, um, I would try cardio and do it, <laughs> try to do it maybe two to three times a week. Um, and it doesn't even have to be long. I would suggest high intensity cardio. Mm-hmm. So not something where you're literally jogging on treadmill for a freaking hour and that's mm-hmm. too much um you can you can burn the same amount of calories with interval sprinting if that's something that you're interested in and that's just something that is 30 seconds on your sprinting and 30 seconds off your resting mm-hmm. um same thing with if you're doing burpees or anything like that 30 seconds of burpees 30 seconds of rest but that's high intensity so that will can only last for not only last but that's something that you can do for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and knock it out and be done um, but that obviously uh, puts together with your diet, making sure you're eating right, making sure you're drinking a hell of a lot of water mm-hmm. um, should definitely render some results for you. But you have to be consistent with it. You can't just, you know, say I'm going to do this once a week and be done. You, like you have to be consistent with it because belly fat is extremely hard to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> Her second question was, and we also talked about this outside, <laughs> um, do squats and lunges help to strengthen your knees? Because it is still a hot girl summer. We still have some weeks left. <laughs> so um, she just wants to have knees like Megan the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do strengthen your knees. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is an important question. <laughs> it's very important. <laughs> okay, so yes, they do strengthen your knees. Um I would suggest also if you have knee problems, doing things at an incline um, or working on the elliptical, Mm -hmm. um, things like that will also strengthen your knees if you do have knee problems. (laughs) (laughs) But if you want to be like Megan, yes, girl, get into that squat. Get as low as you can go, okay? Um, (laughs) Get into those lunges, yes, because those, those particular exercises do strengthen your knees naturally. So, yeah. Okay, Taylor. Stairmaster, too. You still got time. You know, you got a couple weeks left until (laughs) the fall. And then I don't know what the fall hashtag is going to (laughs) be. We'll see. I am not telling you to go to the gym and bust it wide open, okay? (laughs) I'm just saying, like, yes, that does help strengthen your knees. But, girl, don't, don't go all out. Okay. I'm screaming. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone, for those listener questions. <laughs> so I just have a few more for you, India, but you're doing great. Thank you. For this to be your first podcast. Can't even tell. Um, so have you always had a good relationship with your body? And what would you say to others who maybe do not have mm-hmm. good relationships with their bodies? Like, what would you say to them to kind of help boost their confidence? Okay, um, I've not always had a great relationship with my body. I've always been active in some sort of way. Um, when I was younger, I did cheerleading, I did track. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were the things that kept me active and kind of kept my body um, kind of fit. Um, I was never extremely toned, though. Like, I was never, like, you know, like, damn, like, she's been going to the gym. Like, mm-hmm. she's been really working out. No, I just, you know, just naturally I had curve here, curve there. But, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't anything, like, super special about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so I never really had a great relationship with my body. And then I also, when I was younger, um, 
you know, big best friend in my family. And when I was younger, I just was not confident about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was one thing. Like, I was just like, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds crazy now. When I was younger, though, like, I was like, no, I was mm-hmm. so inconfident about it. Like, I just didn't want that to be the only thing people looked at. Like, right. Damn, she got a nice ass. Like, mm-hmm. okay, but okay, and, and right, and like what? <laughs> like you know, so this was before you know mm-hmm. asses became a thing. Yeah. So <laughs> but now, <laughs> right? So, um, so yeah, I was extremely unconfident about that. Like, I would literally wear long shirts and like back. <laughs> I was see, this sounds so crazy. That I was even thinking about this when I was like 13, 14, mm-hmm. 15 years old. But it's like it's a real thing. Like. Yeah. And I would even wear like those the drawstring book bags to like cover my butt, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> like this. I was like so serious about it, like mm-hmm. I do not want everybody staring at my butt, like mm-hmm. uh, super unconfident about it. But now I have embraced it, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, but if you are that person who has some insecurities about yourself, um, and it's just something natural that runs in your family or something that you know you've been dealing with with for a while um like the double chin thing uh (laughs) please embrace yourself yeah everybody has something that they will always be inconfident about Mm -hmm. even after it maybe quote-unquote fixed yeah there's still something that everybody struggles with you are not alone you are not the only person in this world Mm -hmm. that has that that starts being passionate um to the topic but it's it's a fact um and if there's something about yourself that you know you can change do that um don't don't be lazy about it don't make excuses for if there's something that you don't like and you know you can change it Mm -hmm. go after it and change it okay but um but regardless i just feel like i'm so like when like my hashtag women building women i'm so like women driven and like if there's something that's bothering you change it but if there's something that you can't change yeah girl look this is you (laughs) this is you like you are the only person that should really be caring and judging Mm -hmm. yourself like (laughs) don't listen to nobody else like this is your body yeah um and you just have to make the best of it Mm -hmm. like I was on a panel yesterday about body positivity and that was one of the things that we talked about. It was just like people are going to talk about you whether you Regardless. are 150 pounds or 350 mm-hmm. pounds or whatever. Like somebody's going to find something negative to say. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like you just have to, like you said, just accept what you can change and what you cannot change. And if there's something that you don't like, just work really hard at it. But if you have a stretch mark and you know it's not gonna go anywhere oh, yeah it's, but it's like so much of that is all in your mind too all and it's so crazy how the mind can work in that mm-hmm. way because you'll think that like oh I can't wear this because somebody's gonna say something or I might offend somebody when it's like in reality nobody cares but you yep. and you're walking around thinking people are like staring at you or like doing double <laughs> takes and like nobody is <laughs> nobody is looking at you yes like you are your biggest criticizer yeah. like you will bring stuff out in yourself that nobody is even paying attention Mm -hmm. to. And I have that problem with a lot of my clients because they have um, issues with their body. They're like, oh, I'm not seeing, you know, changes or this isn't changing or that isn't changing. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, girl, like I literally take pictures of my clients before Mm -hmm. they start. And I'm like, girl, did you look at this picture and look at yourself now? Mm -hmm. Like you literally have to um, 
have to pump yourself up as much as you put yourself down. Yeah. You know, as soon as you see, like, okay, like, you going to the gym and you're seeing some change, keep going. That should be your motivation. Like, you know, this is your body. Like, mm-hmm. just be accepting of it and love it and learn what it likes. Yeah. Um, But just be confident in it because... You only get one. You only get one. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Um, So what are three songs that really get you pumped up in the gym? (laughs) (laughs) Mm. I am probably the worst person to ask this question because. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me see. Mm, I'm not going to say songs. I'm probably going to say artists. Okay. Because there's no one particular song that I, like, truly like. But I love me some Drake. Okay. Um, uh, I love Meek Mill sometimes. Okay. And let me see. What's one more person? Mm. And even sometimes, like, some old school R&B. Like, I listen to a lot. <laughs> this is so weird that no, I listen to this not. while working out. Because I sometimes <laughs> do, too. <laughs> like I it thought just, it was just me. No. Like, uh-oh, uh-oh sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people listen to, like, up-tempo music. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I go to the gym, I listen to a lot of slow stuff like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that I personally like that would just put me in a vibe and put me in a mood to, like, keep going. Mm-hmm. Um because if I'm, like, listening to something fast, like, particularly if I'm doing some squats or something, mm-hmm. I'm listening to, like, a slow song. Okay. I will go to the beat. Yeah. I'm listening to something. I can't squat that damn fast. <laughs> so that's why. Your legs don't fall off. <laughs> right. legs go fall off. <laughs> so I listen to something slow that will um, keep me on track and, like, I just, you know, vibe to it. But, okay. But, yes. Uh, Drake. Some old school R&B and some Meek Mill sometimes and I really want to hype myself up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? Um, (laughs) So, like I said, I've never really put myself out there. Mm -hmm. Um, So this new thing in Detroit where people are kind of just like, you know, expanding on their passions and really being different and um, bringing new things to Detroit. I never really hooked on to that when it first, you know, started generating um but being a damsel in detroit for me just means that i am more so putting myself out there to the community um to the women of detroit and making sure that they know that um being confident is just as sexy as um um what am I trying to say? <laughs> Being confident in yourself and um, knowing your potential and building up other women and um, just like putting yourself out there like I am um, is extremely sexy. And um, really just trying to connect with women at a, at a deeper level because I've never really had I mean, I have friends, but mm-hmm. I've never really clinged on to a lot of women in the past i've never really had a ton of friends okay so even now as a trainer not only are these women my clients but they're also now my friends yeah that's something that i never expected um 
because of the business aspect of this. And there's people in my past that I never even thought I would speak to again mm-hmm. that are now my clients mm-hmm. and now my friends. And, you know, I've been to school with them and I've never spoken to them ever. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden, you know, they're my clients or they're my friends and I'm talking to them on a daily basis. Um, but, yeah, just being a damsel trait to me just means that um, reaching out to women, making sure that they know that, you know, it's okay to um, put your health first, um, reaching out to someone, building up other women, not letting, not putting them down. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Love. Love. All love. And lastly, where can people connect with you on social? So if somebody's looking for a trainer mm-hmm. or if they just want to follow you and see what kind of workout stuff you post, mm-hmm. where can they follow you? Um, they can follow me on Instagram at India Monet Fit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's <laughs> that's the only social media I have. I'm trying to I'm trying to cling on to Facebook again. Okay. Um, and Twitter. Um, but it's it's with my schedule, like it's really hard for me to even keep up with Instagram yeah. half of the time. So, um, right now that is my only social media handle at India Monet Fit. Um, my website will be dropping soon, so you can also um, reach out to me there. Obviously, I will put that on Instagram when it does drop. And, yeah, you can DM me. You can email me, um, any of that, and I will respond. It, I won't respond immediately because <laughs> I've, had, and I've had people, you know, be mad at me for people not responding immediately. And I'm sorry. I no, am sorry. You're not sorry. No, you're not sorry. You <laughs> like I really sorry. I really do try. Like especially when the the ones that you don't follow and they be mm-hmm. on your not your outbox, but they be the re- the requesting messages. Like that I don't you- feel bad. <laughs> I don't. I'll get there when I get there. I'm but. I'm getting around to getting better at that. Yeah. I promise. I'm um, gonna respond. I am. But like you have a job. Yeah. And you train. And you have to go to sleep at some point. So, yeah, I had somebody go really hard on me one time, and I was like, "Well, damn!" <laughs> like, that just wasn't supposed I, to be. And it was only like a day. Like, it was like, how I bad do you need? Go work out yourself. <laughs> but um, yes, you can reach out to me there, and I promise I will. I will get back to you within sure. her own time. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. nonetheless for sure i definitely <laughs> will <laughs> well thank you for coming thank I you have for fun. having me i learned some stuff um i hope you feel more comfortable now yes i do okay great now you can do like 20 more podcasts so <laughs> <laughs> right once you knock down one thing you're a little bit more confident to mm-hmm. go towards the next one so yes yeah so as always you guys i want you to remember that detroit girls do it better and we'll be back next week bye